there, I'm Andrea Koppel, and it's time for Coffee, the podcast where you get to hear firsthand what the jobs and careers that interest you the most are really like. Hey there, Java junkies. Welcome to another K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. By the way, K-Cups come in three sizes, single, double, and triple shots, or roughly one minute, five minutes, or 10 minutes in length. So if you don't have time to throw back an entire caffeinated career conversation, these K-Cup mini episodes of T4C can give you a quick caffeinated fix, whether you're on the go or you only have a few minutes to binge. So grab your mug and take a chug, because it's time for a caffeinated career double shot K-Cup with my guest, Alex Counts. I was thinking before we get into the meat of what you did as the founder and CEO of the Grameen Foundation, perhaps we should give a little bit of a 101 overview to our young listeners who may not be as familiar with what microfinance is, with what microfinance institutions, MFIs are, and perhaps who Dr. Eunice is as well. When I was at college, I was influenced by a time kind of honored piece of wisdom, which is that every problem in the world has been solved somewhere, but those solutions have not gone to the logical scale. They haven't reached everyone who they could reach. And, and so you had macro problems and micro solutions. And I was looking for one of those micro solutions and, and microfinance seemed to fit the bill. Basically, the approach is to say that, you know, a lot of poor people have, you, you look at all their deficits. They don't have education, as much education as people typically do in their society. They don't have a good quality housing. They don't have much in way of income or assets, but they do have survival skills. There's something that they're doing that is keeping them alive. And it's, and oftentimes it's not that they have a job. It's that they're some doing some sort of small business or entrepreneurial venture. And Muhammad Yunus and a few others in the 70s had the insight that if we were to provide not so much training or not so much trying to fill the deficits, but just put some capital behind those tiny businesses, those survival skills, and let them self-empower themselves, you'd start a virtuous cycle. And over time, we learned that not only that, you could get almost all of the loans back if you develop the right incentives. And in fact, their businesses were profitable enough that you could charge interest would pay for the cost of delivering the loans. And it was among many other insights, giving the loans to women as opposed to men seemed to work better. The whole family benefited, but the woman was the liaison with the financial institution. And over time, we went. people went from thinking that poor women of the world were an invisible market for the world's financial institutions to them realizing that they were a very vibrant market if you learned how to serve them effectively. And that was the birth of the modern microfinance movement, which has went through many changes and evolutions, but that's the core lesson. And it was you know, early practitioners, Professor Yunus in Bangladesh, there was a Pancho Artero in Bolivia, a few other pioneers, and El Abad in India. And now it's really gone mainstream. How did you learn about Dr. Yunus? You went to school in the mid-1980s. This was well before the internet? Mm -hmm. Well, first of all, I, I have to credit some of my fellow students in high school and college who tried to raise money for Oxfam America in high school. I did very little to help them, but I watched them. And then there were students protesting against apartheid at Cornell and Columbia, which started a kind of a national movement. And they scratched my kind of social conscience. 
And it got me thinking. And I joined a group that still is working today. It's 40 years old. It's called Results. It's a citizens grassroots movement around ending poverty. It's kind of a secular version of Bread for the World that some of your colleagues may know. It's a Christian, which is a Christian movement, social justice movement working on a global poverty and hunger. And they would just present solutions and then you would advocate for bills in Congress that would build on those solutions. And one of the solutions they brought to us to advocate for was what we now call microfinance. While vaccinations and vitamin A supplementation, which they worked on, made a lot of sense, a complete solution seemed to be microfinance. And so I just studied it as most I could and made a career out of it. Thanks for tuning in to this K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. If you want to listen to our entire caffeinated career conversation, please check out the show notes for this episode. Thanks so much for listening to Time for Coffee, where the professionals in the jobs that most interest you always have time to grab coffee 24-7, no matter where you live. I have one quick favor to ask you. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe to Time for Coffee. Thanks so much.